been an amazing blessing to us in our, in our church and her parents and relatives are here. Uh, we just want to say welcome to them. Um, well, we welcome them. <laughs> we have been going over uh, the whole Chosen series. We're in episode six. And I don't know how this is affecting you, but I'm watching all of these episodes and seeing the miracles that Jesus is doing, and I'm thinking to myself, it is so amazing. Wouldn't it be an amazing thing to actually live and see all these things taking place right before your eyes? <clears throat> and as, uh, as we're going through it, I'm thinking to myself, you know, there's, there's a temptation that we can look at all of this and say, this is history. And it's not history because the Bible in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, how many know Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8? Anybody know that by memory? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. <laughs> he doesn't change. Jesus is the same. So what he did before, he should be able to do today, right? Everybody believe that? So as, as I'm thinking through that, I thought, you know, we, there's a lot of uh, small groups that are praying for people, individuals that pray for each other. There's all kinds of miracles that take place. But I just thought I'd like to see us just kind of emphasize today uh, healing and ministry uh, and believing that God's going to touch uh, different lives. I, I recall, and I haven't shared this in our congregation, but I've shared it outside when I've gone to minister, that probably about 12 or 13 years ago, in this sanctuary, and I was hoping that Lee would be here, but he's not here today. He's one of our main ushers. In our second service, he didn't come. <clears throat> uh, I remember one uh, Easter morning getting up and walking out of the house and telling Susan, Susan, I'm going to pray for people's short legs to grow this morning. And she looked at me and she said, this is Easter Sunday morning. You're going to pray for people's short legs to grow. What if it doesn't happen? <laughs> and I thought, well, I'm just going to try it. <laughs> so we had Lee come. I asked who had short legs, you know. And Lee came up and he came up here on the platform and, and seated on a seat with his hips pushed back as far back as he could grabbed hold of his uh, two heels, and I saw that, I forget which side, of his, which side of his leg, whether it was the right or left, and I was holding it in my, the palm of my hands, and one side was like about an inch or three-fourths inch shorter than the other. And I looked at it, and I just said, we're just going to believe the Lord to, to lengthen his legs. And as I said that, all of a sudden the legs started lengthening. And the short leg lengthened beyond the good leg. And I went, oh, my gosh, what is going on here? <laughs> he still has a problem with his legs if this happens. And then all of a sudden, I mean, it was a shock to me. The leg grew back even with the other leg, and it was whole. And I looked at this, and I thought, I'm the only one up here seeing this. I wish everybody else could see it. And so we're going to try that this morning. And we've got, we've got uh, Jake on the camera so that we're going to pray for somebody who has short legs. 
who has a leg, one leg that's shorter than another leg? Anybody here? You know that you've got one leg shorter than the other. Nobody? Okay, that's fine, but you're going to miss out on something. <laughs> you have a shorter leg than, really? I didn't know that. You don't, you don't walk like you do. Okay, it's your right leg? Oh, okay, that's great. Did you, Pastor Lance, did you get prayed for afterwards for your shoulder? Somebody pray for you? Okay, we're going to have both of them pray for people because it's funny. <clears throat> All right, wow. Okay, we got a candidate. Um, and we're going to try and put a camera on it, but th this morning we tried it in the first service, <clears throat> and Patty's left leg was shorter than her right leg. And as soon as I touched it, it grew, and so the camera wasn't even on it yet. You know, so we didn't get to see it. So hopefully you get to see it. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to ask you, uh, we're going to actually display it and show it uh, up on the screen, but please do not use any of your cameras to take pictures of that, okay? I, people have misused that, uh, that kind of uh, activity going on. <clears throat> um, is there anybody this morning that in your body you have very obvious pain? And if it was, okay, uh, JP? Yep, JP. Um, <clears throat> okay, and there's somebody else. This morning there were two that had pain, we prayed for them, and right in the service it, it went away. So, anybody else? Uh, can you feel the pain? You, you do feel it? Okay, Rhonda. Yeah, 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 just, just, but, but you can, okay, as long as you can feel the pain, and when the pain goes, you can, you can uh, notice that. All right, <clears throat> so we'll pray for both of you folks, and anybody else, anybody that, okay, uh, anybody else that need healing? So we're going to pray for, okay, Mike, so we'll pray for uh, PG and Rhonda, and then, then we'll pray together uh, for others that, that need healing. <clears throat> um, Several things about this particular episode of The Chosen, and let me just kind of go through this with you, that uh, stuck out to me. Uh, this is Jesus healing the leper. And can you imagine a person that has all of these sores and um, the, his uh, body that is just disintegrating, and Jesus touch, touching him and his body becoming entirely whole? I mean, that is phenomenal. And then this uh, crippled man that is uh, brought down through the roof uh, on a stretcher, and then Jesus touches a man who has not been able to walk, and all of a sudden he stands up and he's able to walk again. You know, that is incredible. Uh, what are the lessons? The first thing that I looked at in regards to the uh, leper, he comes up to Jesus and he says, um, if you're willing, you can heal me. And Jesus looks at him and says, I'm willing. You know, and I think a lot of times in our lives, we look at the unwillingness of God to meet us in our circumstances and our situations, not realizing that God's heart, he has given everything he has. And if he has given Jesus, how much more will he give us whatever we need in our lives? So that was, that was in rela relationship to the, the leper. Moses came to bring a law, but Jesus came himself 
to give us grace and truth. When, when the crippled man was dropped from the roof down, Jesus looked and he didn't see the man's faith. He didn't say, uh, this man's faith is going to reward him. He said, he looked and he says, I see your faith. He sees the faith of his friends. So often when we don't have enough faith, it's great that we've got people around us that can have faith for us. And I'd like you to just believe that God is going to do something very, very special in the lives of those that we pray for this morning. <clears throat> and another insight that was really powerful, uh, Jesus could understand the thoughts of the Pharisees that were around, and he looked at them, and he said, you think that I am committing blasphemy because I look at this man, and as soon as I saw him, I said, your sins are forgiven. And you think, who is this man that is forgiving sins? And he makes this comment, Jesus makes this comment as he looks at the Pharisees, he says, whether it's easier to say, uh, your sins are forgiven, or stand up and walk, rise up and walk, but you, so that you might know that the Son of Man, Jesus, is able to forgive sins. I say to you, stand up and walk. Whenever God heals, it's not for physically heals. It's not for the sake of the physical manifestation. Because whatever, even with Lazarus, when Lazarus was brought from the dead, back from the dead, he, there, there was a time he died. <laughs> you know, so those healings are for a temporary purpose. They're not going to be eternal, right? They're for a lesson to be learned to teach us something beyond the physical, and that is that God loves us and sees the agony, the anguish, the challenges that we face inside of our lives, and he is more concerned about what's going on inside than what he is concerned about outside. He said, our heart's condition is a greater concern for the Lord. So he says, is it easier to say, forgive me, I can forgive your sins or heal your body? I'll heal your body so that you can realize that I can forgive your sins and change your life. And that's what uh, Paul understands in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, when he says, if, you, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. If you've never opened your heart and received Jesus to change your life, he will make a big difference in your life. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Let's take a look at this uh, three, four-minute clip of uh, The Chosen. Son, take heart. Your sins are forgiven. Who is this? Who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God our own? Right. But I ask you, which is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven, or rise up and walk? It's easy to say anything, no? But to show you, and so that you may know that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. I say to you, my son, 
surprise. Pick up your bed and go home. got Pastor Zach coming up to share a story with you or stories with you about ministering to our young people. So uh, every week, Sunday night, we have our youth group. So we meet in the, in the back over there. We do a Bible study. We talk about, uh, we've been talking about the chosen and we hang out. Today we're going paintballing. We're going to play paintball today after service. I'm excited. I haven't played in years, so I'm ready <laughs> to go. But a few weeks ago, at the end of uh, our, our Bible study, we, were, we just finished, and prior to starting, found out that two, two of the, the youth had some, some pain. And so uh, one of the girls, Jackie, she had pain in her hip, and she wasn't able to play volleyball. She was kind of more walking around and not really playing and functioning how she would want to. And another guy, Kalai, he had some lower back pain that's been bothering him for, for a while. So we're finished, and I feel like God says, you got you to gotta pray for him. I'm like, all right, 
Let's go, God. Let's do this. So we pray for Jackie first, and when we're done praying, she, I, she goes and she kind of feels around. She moves around, and she goes, oh, wow. You know, the pain, it's not as bad anymore. It's, it's almost completely gone. And then later on, come the following week, she says that the pain is com- was completely gone and she was able to go back to playing volleyball as normal. And I was like, praise God that you showed up because we would have looked really weird if we didn't. <laughs> then right after we prayed for her, we prayed for Kala'i. And so I had him stand up, put his hand on his lower back and uh, started to pray and he said, as, as I was praying, that his lower back began to just kind of heat up. It started to get real hot. And after I was done praying, he, he checked it, and he could move without any pain. He could twist, he could bend over, and there wasn't any pain. And I was like, thank you, Jesus, that you can make yourself real to these kids, you know, that this is a testimony that they're going to have for the rest of their lives. There's no way anybody can take this away from them. If somebody comes up to them and says, you know, God's, God's not real, they can look back on that moment and say, I was in pain, and God took away that pain. He healed me. So you can't tell me that God isn't real. And that's, gonna, that's forever. That is forever for them. The following week, Kala'i comes back up to me uh, at, at group, and he goes, I have this boil underneath my arm, and it's been hurting me. Can you pray for it? I was like, okay, I've never prayed for a boil before, so we'll, we'll, we'll do it. So I prayed for his boil. He said that as, after we were done praying, and a little bit in between, that the pain started to dissipate. The pain started to go away, so it wasn't as painful. And then throughout the week, it completely disappeared. And so he was super stoked on that because that was hurting him. It was right underneath his arm. I don't know if any of you had a boil before, but I heard they're pretty bad. And he comes back the next week. So three weeks in a row, he comes back again. I don't know what he's doing. This is riddled with injuries. (laughs) Maybe this is like God wanting to show himself real. And so he comes up to me after morning service. He goes, my nose feels like it's broken. I was like, how the heck did you break your nose? <laughs> That's my first question. But he said every time he touches it, he sneezes, he moves, makes a jerky move. It was hurting him. And so we pray for his nose. And as I'm praying for him, I, I, I began to just feel the love of God for him, and I began to prophesy over him and encourage him in that moment. And by the time we were done, he said the pain completely left his nose, that he, he could touch it, and it wouldn't hurt. And I was like, amen, amen. His girlfriend, who was with him, looks at me, and she goes, you know he's just using you as a vending machine, right? So any injury that he's going to get, he's just going to come to you to fix it. <laughs> I was like, that's fine. You know, it's like this is God wanting to show, show you that he's real. Amen. And I, I just love how God completely meets us where we're at. Whether it be something really small or something big, that he meets us. Amen. 
I remember praying for my computer once because I, I wanted to play a video game. <laughs> and I, I, okay, I put together this computer out of really old parts. Anybody remember Windows 98? Come on now. Yeah. Windows 98. I put, it, I put the computer together, and it's not working, not working, not working. I'm like, put my hand on the computer. Jesus, fix the computer. In Jesus' name, amen. And I pushed the power button. Boom, it turned on. I was like, God, you care about the little things. Thank you so much. <laughs> you care about the little things. But how much more does he care about the big things? Amen. 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 Okay. I, I'm really surprised that uh, there's not too many of you that have one leg shorter than the other, or you're just not <laughs> wanting to say, you're just not wanting to say that you do have. So we're, we're going to try and, uh, and I didn't realize you've got a problem with your leg. Yeah. But go ahead, sit down, and we'll, we'll take a look. I, I'm sorry my back is towards you, but this is the best way that we can get a view of uh, the legs with the camera. So which side was it? The, Right side, okay. Can, can you shove back as far back on, on the chair as possible? Okay, and lift your legs up. It's not that bad. It's almost like, I don't know, a quarter, a third, maybe a, at the most a half an inch back. And it's getting shorter. It's not growing. <laughs> I'm looking at this, and it's getting shorter, Zach. <laughs> your right leg is getting shorter than your left leg. How come? And now it's growing out again. Can you guys see that? I believe it's going to grow. Zach, I'm sorry. Nothing's happening. <laughs> We've, I've been praying oh, over you know my what? foot yeah, for I'm a not long pushing time. It in. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, this, it's even worse here, this way. When I'm pushing back, it's almost an inch difference. Lord, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 